All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoopball presentation Hello and welcome to the Box Score Breakdown Show presented by Hoopball. My name is Adrian Benjamins and I'm joined by Neil Rochelani. And this episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Taste the Kona difference. Get some delicious coffee. Head over to HawaiianIsles.com. You can also find their coffee at Amazon. Neil, my man craziness already going down we're not even day of the day we're not even at the deadline yet and there has already been a ton of action we got a lot to talk about man how are you doing overwhelmed adrian overwhelmed with all the information i you know this is what i expect to happen sometime tomorrow um a couple hours before the deadline you know, occurs like I expect a flurry to start happening in the last two hours, but it's happening now a day early. I mean, we've had about five or six trades in the last 24 hours with impact to reality and fantasy. Um, and there's a lot of ripple effects, right? So I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed to analyze all of this right now, but we can try. We can dive into it. You can uh, you can tell me to breathe slowly as, as we try to talk these through. Um <laughs> How are you doing with uh, the trade news? I, like you, Neil, I am on overload. There's so much to process. I'm having trouble making sense of it all. And, you know, we're not even – what's going to go down tomorrow? I mean, we're still waiting for uh, Mark Gasol to get moved. Mike Conley could get moved. We're hearing all kinds of stuff. Uh, The Hawks and the Magic could be interested in Markel Fultz. There's so much stuff going on. Who knows? There's stuff that we probably haven't even heard of that could possibly go down. So let's just try to make sense of what has happened so far. You know, last night when we were done with the show, a trade went down. And I had missed it until this morning, Neil. Tobias Harris 
Clippers sending him to the Sixers. What do you think about the deal, Neil? It's uh, Tobias, Boban, and Mike Scott to the Sixers for Landry Shamet, Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, a 2020 first-round pick, an unprotected first-round pick from Miami for, in, for 2021, and a couple other second-round picks. What do you think of the deal, Neil? I want to start with Tobias Harris. I'm a little worried that he's going to take a hit. What do you think about it, man? Yeah, I'm going to try to just stick to the fantasy side because I, as far as like reality deals, obviously less. I'm much less informed on that. Um, and the implications. I would just say Tobias, unfortunately, I think has to take a hit. Um, going from the number one option down to the third or fourth option, um, a lot of people have, you know, I've heard the kind of the, the typical analysis has been he'll go down from 23rd, 24th down to like 40 something. And I think that is pretty fair. Um, he's going to lose. I think that's kind of where I would value him on a per game basis in nine cat somewhere around 40. I actually think Jimmy Butler takes a hit too. He goes down maybe around. Um, they're less reliant on him. I don't know what's going on in the locker room. I don't really think um, uh, MB gets much of a hit, and I think a slight hit to um, um, who, am I, who am I thinking of? Ben Simmons. So uh, Tobias goes down to I think about two rounds. Um, Jimmy Butler maybe down a round, and then a half round to um, Ben Simmons. No change for Embiid. And that that's just one trade. All right, I went, we have done the Clipper side, and I'm already I'm already like stressed out about that prediction. Anyway, what do you what do you think about that? Super quick, I agree with you a hundred percent. Look, major buzzkill if you own Tobias Harris. He's still going to be a solid fantasy asset, a guy worth owning. But Neil, he was putting up second round value in nine category leagues on the season, and he's going from being the lead go-getter the the alpha on his team to now be maybe being the third or fourth option on a team full of other studs so we're gonna see a hit i think it's very realistic as what you said maybe up to two or three rounds uh he could drop but look he's still gonna be a fifth or fourth or fifth round asset that's still worth owning, but man, if you had Tobias Harris and you were enjoying that second round value, tough to see that come to an end. And Neil, I think it's going to be a lot similar to what we see with the Celtics where like every night a different guy kind of blows up. I think that's going to happen. As you said, Jimmy Butler may have just okay nights and then one night Jimmy Butler is going to have a big line and maybe it's Tobias Harris that has the lower end line. Um, I still love Embiid and Ben Simmons. I think those two will still be pretty solid. But um, for the most part, man, it's somewhat of a bummer for uh, fantasy just because now it's getting a lot more crowded. But for reality-wise, what a great move for this team, Neil, for reality. I mean, they want to really go for it and making this move, man. I mean, they might have the strongest starting five in the NBA right here, maybe after the uh, Warriors. So it's an outstanding move, reality-wise. Any closing thoughts before we head over uh, to the Clippers? Uh, no, I think, um, yeah, that's just, I'm going to stick to the fantasy, but I think you're right. Last night I was saying the Sixers, I was not impressed with their game against Milwaukee and worried about them in the playoffs. Now this changes everything. They could be, um, they could come out of the East pretty easily. Not easily, but they're now... A, a contender in the East for sure. Super quick. Let's talk about the Clippers. You know, um, they didn't get a stud back in this deal. So, you know, if anything, I think this opens up more usage for Shea Gills, Alexander, Danilo Gallinari likely is going to get even more shots. I am not very excited about the guys that they got back here. Uh, Wilson Chandler, uh, Landry Shamet does have a lot of promise, but this team is still really crowded in the backcourt with, they still got Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, uh, Avery Bradley. So I'm not, exci I'm not excited for Shamet. I'm not really excited for Mescala. Neil, any, any thoughts on the Clippers before we move on? 
Well, here's the thing. I don't think the Clippers are done from what I understand. I think they may be um, moving out some other pieces before the deadline. Um, I think Lou Williams is in play. Um, Beverly's in play. Gallinari's in play. So um, then that changes everything. If that all occurs, then – but as of as of today, as of this, this recording or tonight um, – I, I, there's nothing I can. I, there's no moves I can make on this. Shamet, if you're really desperate, I mean, if you're in the deeper league, perhaps he emerges as a decent player. But um, no, no, no real changes from my end either. I don't believe in Wilson Chandler. So, all right, let's move over to the next trade, uh, Neil. I think the next one we got to talk about is uh, Otto Porter. This one, this one was a shock. To me, man, you know, we have been talking all uh, all season about the possibility of Beal and Porter getting moved. So I guess it's not that much a surprise that he got moved. But, man, I did not think the Bulls could be a possible landing spot for him. What do you think about it? Yeah, I didn't see him come to Chicago either. Um, it's actually a good basketball move. Um, I'm trying to think of it from a fantasy perspective. Uh, he, gosh, he's already on basketball monsters. He's already on the Chicago's roster it's crazy <laughs> they update their, their page pretty quickly i was looking at washington uh 73rd on the year i let's see he's not he's not points like centric so that's good because they already have a bunch of point centric players um i think he could hold that value um that's a category i should say on a per game basis not nine obviously he's much stronger nine cat where he doesn't turn the ball over so i i don't think i as of now i'm not going to adjust his value too much um are you gonna are you gonna change how you think about him yeah i actually think he sees a a a bump in value meaning an improvement because um the wizards were so crowded with uh scores you know with beal and jeff green would play well and stuff and i really think like otto porter might be the best talent um he might be the strongest talent on this team. He should get plenty of minutes. He should get a lot of touches. I mean, I feel like his usage is going to go up. So I actually think Otto Porter is going to see a bump. I'm not thinking he's going to jump like uh, major value, but I think his value improves slightly. What do you think about it? Yeah, it's a good question about how talented he is compared to, I still think Markin is the most talented player on that team. Um, and then maybe Wendell Carter Jr. second, but obviously he's out for the season, so it won't be impacted there. Uh, Levine, I'm still trying to understand how good he really is. I do think Porter is better than Dunn, no question about that. Um, so yeah, he might be this. I, I would probably have him second or tied for second uh, with Levine, let's just say, because it's hard for me to figure that out. And so you're right, he'll definitely um, have opportunities there. He'll play plenty of minutes, assuming they're trying to win. That's the other thing, right? We're trying to figure out here is are they going to tank? So. That makes it uh, another wrench into it. But um, assuming he goes there and plays his 29 to 32 minutes um, a night, I think his value kind of holds. And you could be right. Maybe it gets a slightly better. I'm definitely not going to downgrade him, though, on this. Real quick, let's let's look over at the other side of this trade. Bobby Portis, Jabrari Parker heading over to the Wizards. They also get a second-round pick in the deal. Let's take a look at the Wizards, Neil. What do you think? How do you think this affects them? You know, um, Wizards, uh, they got Trevor Ariza. They still got Bradley Beal, Sadoransky. Now you're adding Bobby Portis. I do kind of like this move for Bobby Portis. I feel like with uh, Markeith Morris out with Thomas Bryant really not being reliable. I feel like Bobby Portis has an opportunity to step up in that front court. So I actually kind of do like uh, the value for Bobby Portis. Parker, I'm not really trusting Parker at all. And, you know, I don't really think it changes the value too much of guys like Trevor Ariza, Jeff Green, Bradley Beal. What do you think about it, Neil? Yeah, I think the current guys there, the values don't change too much. Maybe Jeff Green. It really depends on what they're going to do with Parker and Portis in the sense that those guys are definitely good guys to play when you're tanking. Um, no, no offense to them, but they put up a great stats, but they typically don't help their team win. So I think they both get a lot of run at the second half of this, this part, last part of the season, um, which could impact green uh, Bryant. I think it's impacted the, the bat Beal's fine. Ariza's fine. 
Um, Sadoransky, I think, is fine. Those three, I think, are fine. Um, and I think Portis has the biggest upside. Um, although I don't know how much Parker's going to get run either. It's, just, it's I mean, are they, are they going to like try these guys out to see if they're fits for next year? Um, is that like the plan for the rest of the season, or are they going to like cut bait with someone? Are they going to? I don't know what their plans are. So it's another team to figure out. But I think Portis can can step right in and score a lot, and they may need that. You know, you had mentioned that the Clippers were probably not done. I kind of feel like the Wizards might be that way as well. You know, they made a statement not too long ago that they're, they are not going to trade Wall, Beal, or Porter. Now they trade Porter. Makes you wonder, are they open to trading Bradley Beal? I feel like if Bradley Beal is available and we're not hearing about it, there would be a lot of teams on the phone to try to make a move for Bradley Beal. I mean, he is one of the best scorers in the NBA. He can go on to any team and make them considerably better. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised tomorrow, Neil, if we hear of a Bradley Beal move. I think Otto Porter leaving kind of maybe shows that the Wizards might be going into rebuild mode and they're not so focused on winning this year. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, some of the biggest trades come out of nowhere. You know, they're, they're very tight-lipped. Um, they have been saying, I, I think they should keep Beal, but who knows what this organization does. Um, so perhaps they are going to make another move. Wall, obviously, with that big injury news yesterday, probably in his, in his contract, I know it's not one that can be easily traded. So he's probably not going anywhere anytime soon. But um, maybe they do also uh, make so, another, another big change. Go ahead. So, yeah, I've... I, it's really interesting to, to uh, situation going in tomorrow. Let's keep an eye out on it. But let's keep moving here, man. Another trade, Neil. This one just went down uh, a short time a short time ago tonight. Harrison Barnes joining the Sacramento Kings. Uh, it sounds like the Kings are sending Zebo Justin Jackson to um, over to the Mavericks. What do you think about this one? I feel like Barnes could be a good fit on the wing for the Kings. Um, He can start at small forward. I think this one's pretty interesting, man. The only bad thing I see is that it could hurt a guy like Bogdan Bogdanovich, who was getting a lot of time at that small forward shooting guard spot. I'm worried Harrison Barnes could kind of mess with him there. What do you think about it? Yeah, well, they just lost Shumpert. As well today, so that he was the starting guy. He's off to uh, I forget where he's off to. Is he going back to Cleveland? I forget. Anyway, he has left. Um, so Bielitsa started tonight, as long along with Bogdanovich, like you said. Yeah, Barnes. I don't. Um, I wouldn't change his value just yet because I don't know what I think his role could be the same. Although they run a little more deeper, they I think in Sacramento on the wings and in other places. Bagley's in that time. I think they're going to play Giles too. So. I know they're slightly different positions, but I still, but I think his minutes come, might come down a couple minutes, so therefore his value will come down a tad bit. But uh, I would hold pat on him. Um, but yeah, Bogdanovich, I'm worried about as well. I've been worried about yeah. him all season. <laughs> you <laughs> anyway. know, this team is so loaded on the wing. We love Buddy Heald. Neil, they also just added Alec Burks nice. as part of that deal with Shumpert. So you got Buddy Heald, you got Burks. You got Bogdan. You got Harrison Barnes. You got uh, Ben McLemore. He's not like a main guy, but he's still there. This team is loaded with wings. Like they're kind of starting to feel like uh, the Miami Heat a, a little bit. And um, I'm I'm a little nervous, man. I really hope that this doesn't hurt Buddy Heald at all. I love Buddy Heald. I love the improvement we've seen from him. I am a little worried. It's starting to feel a little crowded there on that wing spot i love i still love to aaron fox i think he is just solidified as your point guard he should be great going forward and in the front court marvin bagley willie collie stein i think they're still the main guys there um neil any closing thoughts on the sacramento kings yeah i'm curious i mean barnes i think is that best talent um so of the of those guys you mentioned that are coming so i'm assuming they're going to play him a lot of minutes i think they, they want to make the playoffs um uh, it's going to be tough out west, but Clippers have now bowed out. Maybe the Lakers bow out. We'll see. Um, yeah, I, so I trust Barnes. I trust more than Burks. Burks, I don't think is is more of just a 
is more of an afterthought in terms of a, a rotation guy. So uh, that's my initial thoughts on that. I could be completely wrong, though, on Barnes and what their intentions are. No, um, I like that take, too, man. I think Barnes, I think we're going to see similar value to what he was doing with with the Mavericks. I don't really see him getting worse. I think the Kings made this move because they want to feature him as a starting uh, a starting player and so I think he's going to get some nice minutes, nice usage for this Kings team. So I really don't see him taking a hit. All right. Where are we going to next? <sighs> One more. Oh, I mean, there's a, there's a lot more trades, you guys. But, you know, because we still got to get to the box score, Neil, we're like, we're like, uh, we're, we're already deep in the show. We haven't even touched a box score yet. So, you guys, we're going to hit up one more trade with, you know, the Alec Burks and the Imon Shumpert and Marquise Chris. Those ones aren't too fantasy relevant. So we're going to stick with the main guys here. One more to talk about. I think this one is fantasy relevant. Tyler Johnson. The Suns have been in need of for a point guard all season long. They get Tyler Johnson here. They also got Wayne Ellington in this deal. They give up Ryan Anderson. Neil, I kind of like this move. I think Tyler Johnson is worth a pickup in all standard leagues. Um, I'm going to temper my expectations. I don't want to go crazy here. I think he's going to just put up some nice low-end point guard value. I'm not expecting giant numbers from him, but I think he is going to be a viable guy in standard leagues at the end of your bench. I mean, at the end of your roster, if you need point guard help, I think Tyler Johnson should be a good fit on the Suns team. What do you think about it, Neil? I think he's definitely potential to be fine yeah i think best case scenario i think or not slightly above average case scenario he is he's worthwhile um he's currently 177 on a per game basis in 25 and a half minutes obviously it's very crowded there he's in much uh less talented environment now so he'll get much more usage and he when he gets a lot of um when he's much more of the the uh, future guy he can do just fine like you said and put up like 100 to 120 value and so i think that's that's kind of where i would value him um in that range so like you i think i agree with you there um but yeah. i would not i would not expect him to kind of come in and and you know put up like uh chris dunn type numbers like 70 or 80th something like that I dead, I agree with you right on. And, you know, one thing that I like why I feel safe about Tyler Johnson is we've seen him put up nice value when the heat when when they go through injury spells where they're missing a lot of backcourt guys. We see Tyler Johnson come in and put up nice value. He can shoot threes. He can do a lot. I feel like he's going to be a nice fit next to Devin Booker. So, uh Man, the Suns are a really bad team, so I think Tyler Johnson can just step in, and I I think it's going to be a great move. Uh, and so, you guys, make sure he's a Neil, he's available in a lot of leagues. In fact, in my 14-team league, which is really deep, he's sitting on the wire. So, you guys, he's available in a lot of leagues, worth the pickup. Any closing thoughts before we move on here, man? Um, no. Do you think this changes Miami's backcourt at all? I guess that's the last thing. You know, I do really like that they just, uh, Neil, you and I, we talk every night that Miami plays. We talk about how loaded they are, and they're just too overcrowded. So they just moved two wing guys. They moved Wayne Ellington, Tyler Johnson. I think this frees up Dion Waiters, uh, Justice Winslow, uh, could get more usage as well. Neil, I'm really bummed that Derek Jones Jr. is hurt right now because I think he, I, like, he could be the guy to pick up if he was healthy. What do you think about the Heat? Yeah, the only person that might get more run, I think, from this is um, Waiters. But Waiters has such horrible percentages. 39% field goal. This free throw percentage, this has to be very low number, but it's 14 percent on the year are you seeing this that i'm seeing um but he is he, he does he's obviously not that bad but he he is someone who's a bad free throw shooter and a bad field goal shooter and takes bad shots so i would uh stay away from waiters um points league point a deep points league be the only reason i would or the only situation when i'd pick him up hey right. this this miami heats team sorry one last thing and then we're going to jump into the box score 
This Miami Heat team is another team that may not be done. This is another team that could be active tomorrow before the trade deadline. And uh, um, they still have guys that they can move. So I would not be surprised if we see more action from them. All right, Neil, are you ready to jump into box scores? Any Just real quick on all the trades that went down, you got any last closing thoughts or anything before we head over to the box scores? Um, no, I think, I think this is just a, a prelude to more chaos tomorrow though. I think there's going to be about five trades tomorrow. So, yes, yes. I love it, man. I cannot wait for tomorrow. You guys, by the way, um, uh, I was going to mention this at the end of the show, tune in to the live hoop ball trade deadline show. It's always fun. It's always great stuff. Numerous guests, Neil, you will be on there with uh, the great Dan Bespris. And uh, I cannot wait to see what goes down tomorrow, man. It's, uh, I'm going to get my popcorn ready. I'm just going to sit in front of my computer all day and wait to see what goes down, man. It's going to be great. All right, you guys. Shall, shall we jump into this uh, games? Is it, I think it might be – is it my turn or is it your I, turn? I think it's your turn. My turn. Here we go. Uh, let's start with the Nuggets and the Nets. The Nets getting the victory. This was a really good game. And, um, man, the Nets have been playing really well. Uh, uh, Neil, I'm gonna, they're in sixth place in the East right now. That's crazy, man. They lost their best player um, earlier in the season, Karis LeVert, and they've still been playing well. D'Angelo Russell is an all-star. This is unbelievable, man. I am going to look over on the Nuggets side first, though. And Neil, your boy, Jokic, triple-doubled tonight with 25 points, a steal, a block, 10 assists, 14 boards, 8 of 13 from the field, 8 of 10 from the line. He even gave you a 3 tonight. What can you say about this guy, man? He is outstanding, Jamal Murray is back. Jamal Murray, uh, I'm sure a lot of people are happy to see this guy back. I was really worried about his ankle injury. I was reading a lot of negative stuff about it. I hope that he's back and here to stay. 19 points, 11 assists, one steal. Uh, I thought it would take him some time to shake the rest off. He took 17 shots tonight. Was not shy at all. Made eight of them. And also gave you two threes tonight. Outstanding game from him. Beasley with 17 points and assists, a steal, two rebounds, three threes on seven of 15 shooting. Plum Lee. Neil, what, what are we doing with this guy, man? I, I have been avoiding and just ignoring this guy, but it, I can't ignore him any longer, man. I'm at least... Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if we need to pick this guy up. I'm going to continue to just, I guess I'm going to just watch him, but maybe he's, he needs to be picked up starting got 28 minutes tonight. The usage is there. He took 12 shots, shot 10 of 12 tonight for 24 points. Um, three blocks, a steal, six rebounds. Look, he got, he fouled out in this one and still played 28 minutes. How much minutes would he have played if he didn't foul out? Man, I don't know. I think this guy could be worth an ad. Uh, Will Barton with only three points, three assists, and one block in 19 minutes. Off the bench, they got a great game from Morris, who had 18 points. Lyles, uh, 15 points. I don't really trust Lyles, only getting uh, minutes in the low 20 or high teen range. Neil, what do you think of the Denver Nuggets? Um, yeah, speaking of, uh, rust, Will Barton, very rusty tonight. Uh, just, a, I thought he would, um, be back in form before this hasn't really come back yet. Um, yeah, Plumlee though is starting because, um, Millsap is out. Millsap has been hurt the last couple games. So Plumlee has been filling in at that spot. So don't rush out to get him. I think just yet. I mean, you can stream him for sure if Millsap is out again, but, uh, it's a short term ad. At best, um, Monte Morris, I continue to stream him. Uh, did great tonight. Um, anytime either Harris or Murray's out, I think Monte Morris will have a backcourt um, leading role or a six-man role. So uh, that's what I got on the Nuggets. I'm going to hop over 
to the uh, Nets side. Like you said, this team is on fire. They're a really good basketball team this season, and they still will get better with Levert coming back, I imagine. Um, strong performances all around. Um, start with, uh, I'll say your boy, D'Angelo Russell. 20, 27 points, 6 rebounds, 11 assists on 10 and 23 shooting. Six three-pointers tonight. Um, Jared Allen, solid 15 points, five rebounds, six to 10, and a block. Um, Trayvon Graham had 16 points in 23 minutes. I don't trust that. Joe Harris, another solid night, 17 points, seven to 13. He continues to shoot so well from outside. Three three-pointers. The one guy that we've been talking about, Shabazz Napier, um, double-double, 10 points, two rebounds, 11 assists uh, until... The other backcourt mates come back. I, I think Napier is worth streaming. And Damari Carroll had a pretty game, very good game, I should say. A second good game in a row, 18 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists. Um, I don't know if I trust him as well. This is a two games, had four steals. But I am going to hold off on picking him up. I'd rather have Napier right now if I was going to stream anyone off the bench. Um, what are your thoughts on the Nets? So I was really nervous when I heard that Napier was moving back to the bench, Joe Harris getting the start, but uh, now I feel much better. And, you know, I forgot Napier was coming off the bench just recently and still putting up some good value. So even though he's coming off the bench, seeing minutes in the high 20s, we say it all the time, playing um, that Dinwiddie role. So, you know, Dinwiddie was coming off the bench when he was healthy, but still getting nice minutes, still putting up nice numbers. Napier, I feel, is in that role and we can count on him. He's good to go. And man, this Nets team is outstanding, man. Uh, hats off to the Nets organization and their coaching staff because uh, it's is. It's amazing what they have done with this team. You know, no big-name stars on this team, Neil, and they just compete. They just go out there and compete, beating a very solid Denver Nuggets team tonight. Great stuff. All right. Oh, oh one last note. Karis LeVert, I think, is getting really close, Neil. Are you excited? I, I am. I'm curious to see how many minutes he plays when he first comes back. That's why I'm still okay with Napier. I don't. I can't imagine he's going to be rushed back, but maybe I couldn't imagine him coming back this season. So uh, we'll see how it plays out. A little, uh, I'm going to be a little cautiously optimistic on him. Love that take, man. I will be too. And I'm also a tiny bit worried what he does when he returns, what that does to guys like Joe Harris, Napier. Uh, I think D'Angelo Russell is going to be safe no matter what. Uh, Jared Allen, I don't see him his value changing. But guys like Joe Harris – Napier, they could see a hit. But as you said, Neil, I would expect them to bring him along slowly. So let's keep an eye on that situation. All right, let's move over to the next game. The Washington Wizards and the Milwaukee Bucks. Fresh off of the trade, no auto porter. You know, Neil, really interesting. I think the Wizards got a game coming up with the Chicago Bulls. I think in like uh, the next three games, they're going to be playing the Bulls. That should be a lot of fun to see Porter and and uh, Portis playing their old teams. That should be a good one. But uh, this one, it was all Milwaukee Bucks putting up a big, gaudy 148 points. Wizards with 129. Going to check in on the Wizards side. Got to start with Bradley Beal. He had eight turnovers tonight, and I don't even care. 30 points, uh, uh, three steals, a block. Four assists with eight rebounds, two threes, 12 of 22 shooting from the field, four of five from the line. No John Wall till who knows when, man. We might not see him again for another season. And uh, now no Otto Porter. It's all green lights for Bradley Beal. Congratulations if you have him. Sadoransky, I love to see him. Uh, bounce back in this one 16 points with 10 assists a steal seven rebounds three threes tonight five of ten shooting from the field this is outstanding congratulations if you were able to pick up Sadoransky he looks locked and loaded for the rest of the year just uh, I love how he fills it up all over and uh, fingers crossed that the Wizards don't make any more deals that brings back a point guard because He's just uh, been the main man here in that point guard spot. Jeff Green, uh, hey, maybe this Otto Porter uh, trade 
really opens things up for Jeff Green. Tonight, we saw him explode. 22 points with a block, three assists, four rebounds, five of nine from three-point range, six of ten from the field, five of five from the line. That's great. Trevor Ariza did not have his shooting going tonight. It was only one of six for five points, but I still love Ariza's outlook for the rest of the season. He did also have two steals and eight assists, two rebounds, and a three, so still providing some nice value in other places. Thomas Bryant, man, this is a really nice game from him. 26 points, 14 rebounds, four assists, two blocks, one three on 12 of 19 shooting. I mean, this is more than you can ever hope for if you are playing Thomas Bryant. You guys, I am a little bit worried that Bobby Portis could, uh, that Thomas Bryant might take a hit with the arrival of Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis is such, um, he's, uh, he really stands out in the front court. He's a real go-getter. And I'm really worried that Thomas Bryant might just kind of uh, take a step back here. All right, not much to talk about off the bench. Neil, what are your thoughts on the Washington Wizards? Yeah, I'm really curious to see how it's going to play out, <clears throat> like you said, uh, with Portis and Parker, how they specifically impact Green and Bryant. Um, Bryant uh, was almost uh, worth dropping after last game. This was a revival of sorts, maybe his best game in Washington. Um, I don't know if that's a harbinger of things to come. I would be very cautious, though, with both he and Green. Going forward, let's see what happens with um, Parker and Portis. Um, so that's all I'll say for now. I think, like I said, Sandoransky, I think, is safe. Um, on the Milwaukee side, <clears throat> Giannis just being Giannis. 17-21 from the field. 43 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, 3 three-pointers. The Bucks just score 148 points. They had 50, I think, at the end of the first quarter. Um, Middleton saw a night, nice little bounce back here. 16 points, two rebounds, four assists on six to 10 shooting three, three pointers. Uh, Lopez only plays 20 play 22 minutes tonight. Not much fantasy wise. Brogdon keeping it, uh, consistent 18 points, two rebounds, five assists. Bledsoe, he's having, uh, getting back to where you expected him to be tonight. 22 points, 11 assists, eight to 16 shooting like their bench. We have talked about before. Nothing happening there. DJ Wilson still still played a lot of minutes, 22 minutes. I like this guy for the future. Uh, tonight, um, didn't do much, 4.7 rebounds, 3 assists. But um, it looks like a solid uh, NBA player in years to come. Um, so no changes for me on Milwaukee. Oh, there was a trade. We should probably just mention, since we're on Milwaukee, they, they sent Thon McCurr for Stanley Johnson. We'll see if Stanley Johnson has a revival here in Milwaukee. You know, I really hope that the Sixers kind of follow what the Bucks do, uh, similar to what the Bucks do. The Bucks have four guys that just uh, really provide nice value. I hope the Sixers are the same way, where their big four are all, uh, you know, all put up solid value, just like the Milwaukee Bucks, their big four do. And uh, I don't believe in Stanley Johnson, man. I got to see it to believe it. But... Hey, maybe a change of scenery will do both him and Thonmaker some good. But uh, I am going to uh, definitely take a wait-and-see approach on that. And standard leagues, probably not even worth a look at standard leagues at all. All right. Let's keep rolling. Next game I got up is the Charlotte Hornets and the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavericks getting the victory here, 99-93. to I'm going to jump in on the Charlotte side. And Neil, as of right now, I don't think we have any trade for Mark Gasol. And this is surprising, man. Neil, I read that Gasol's already emptied out his locker and that he's not even with the team. They traveled to play this game. He didn't even go with them. So I don't know what's holding this deal up, man. And uh, this is crazy. But anyways, let's look and see on their current roster how Charlotte did. Kemba Walker doing his thing. 30 points, 2 steals, 6 assists with 11 boards, 4 threes, 10-22 from the field, 6-6 six six from the line. Nicholas Batum showing up for this one. 14 points, two steals, two blocks, five assists, two rebounds, two threes on six of 13 shooting. Jeremy Lamb, 
multiple solid games in a row here. 15 points a block with five rebounds. 6-16 from the field. You know, the shooting uh, wasn't great tonight, so this line could have been much larger if his shot was falling. was 3-4 of four from the line as well. Marvin Williams was probably the most underwhelming line here. Uh, five points, one steal, one assist, five rebounds in just 26 minutes. Biombo got the start at center, but uh, not doing too much. Two points. I do like the three blocks and the three rebounds, but I don't trust Biombo. Zeller. I, I do have Zeller in a few leagues. Nine points, 13 rebounds, one assist, one steal. If for some reason this Marcus Gasol trade does not happen, I think Cody Zeller needs to be add in all leagues. Still working his way back from injury. So although he's not starting, I'm really encouraged to see him get 25 minutes. I think he'll move into the starting lineup pretty soon. Not too much else to talk about. Bridges really underwhelming in this one. Monk, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist all... Uh, you know, not not doing too much. Neil, what do you think of the Charlotte Hornets? What do you think of the possibility of Mark Gasol joining this team? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I saw the news as well that he was not traveling to uh, with the team and not playing tomorrow. And so we assume that either he's being dealt or they're just really screwing with him. So we'll see what's going on. Um, yeah, the, uh, Zeller, like I think Zeller's a very good low end value if he sticks around and starts there. Gasol doesn't end up going to um Charlotte. Um not much else though to the changes. Kemba Walker had a great night tonight. I was worried he was gonna have second night of a back to back, he might have a, a tough game, but he had a great game tonight. Um Marvin Williams, um Biombo, two guys I don't want anything to do with. I know Williams is technically good in nine cat leagues. Um but uh, he's he's like he's another Danny Green type guy. I go crazy on any guys like that. So I'm staying away. Monk. I'm actually surprised Monk played. I thought he might be part of the trade package. So I thought he'd be held out. Um, I just goes to show you that a lot of what's out there, we don't know what's true and what's not, right? So who knows um, what's going on? Anyway, we'll we'll talk about it when it actually happens. Uh, Dallas. I'll go over that side tonight. Harrison Barnes, last game as a Maverick. Um, start with him, 26 minutes, 10 points, 3 rebounds, 4 of 13. Adrian, I heard this was announced during the game. Wow. So, like, the game wasn't over yet. and it, was, it wasn't announced, I don't think, over the loudspeaker, but it was announced uh, in the media, in the uh, interwebs. Um, Maxi Kleber, someone I thought could be streamable. He just does not get enough usage. I am not – I'm dropping him off my radar. Uh, Jalen Brunson is someone who could be okay um, going forward, uh, cautious with him, but he could be all right. 8.7 rebounds, 5 assists tonight. Doncic, I don't know. What do you think about him, Adrian? He looks pretty good. Uh, 19 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. Did shoot 5 of 20 tonight, so yikes. Um, he's a rookie. Uh, Dwight Powell, he is someone I think a lot of people were hoping would emerge from uh, the, the move of DeAndre Jordan and uh, – Tonight, 27 minutes, uh, 11 and 12. So good double-double. Just took seven shots, though. So he doesn't do a ton of usage. He's a, he's more like an auto-porter type guy. Kind of gets a lot of a bit of everything. Two steals, two blocks tonight. Um, obviously a much different player, but the stats are kind of similar. Um, and um, that is all I, I really see. Hardaway Jr. on the bench. This guy, I think, may be losing value. Um, I thought he would start for sure for this team by now. Uh, what are your thoughts on Dallas? I'm expecting Tim Hardaway Jr. to move into the starting lineup very soon, especially with the departure of Harrison Barnes, maybe as soon as the next game. So hang in there if you have THJ. And man, somebody, whether it be Kleber, uh, Powell, Finney Smith, somebody has to step up in this front court Finney Smith, Dorian Finney Smith got my attention tonight with the double double, getting the start, playing 33 minutes, putting up 11 shots. So I am going to keep my eye on that situation, Neil, because like you said, I thought it would be Kleber. I thought it could be Powell. Who knows? Maybe it's a different guy each game, but I am going to watch this situation because if one guy can separate himself from the rest of the pack, I want to pick that guy up. All right, Neil, uh, 
Let's move on to the next one, the Phoenix Suns, the Utah Jazz, the Jazz getting the victory. Not much of a surprise, 116 to 88. And uh, going to look in on the Suns side first and really excited to get Tyler Johnson added to this team, was able to grab him in a few leagues. So really excited to see how he does. But let's take a look at how the team did without him. Bridges, nine points, two steals, one block, two assists. Man, in 40 minutes, man, I wish he would put up uh, more scoring. Only took seven shots in 40 minutes, made four of them for nine points. Uh, Josh Jackson has looked pretty good lately. 27 points. Love the defensive contribution with the five steals, seven assists, four rebounds. Uh, didn't even really hurt you uh, with his percentages tonight. Nine of 16 is okay. He was eight of 10 from the line. Let's hope that he can keep this up and finish strong here down the stretch of the season. Akobo got the start, but with Tyler Johnson joining the team, I don't trust Akobo. He should not be owned, I don't think. He did play 33 minutes tonight and didn't do too much. Only shot two of six for four points. DeAndre Ayton with a nice game here. 20 points with nine rebounds, one assist. No defensive stats, man. That might be his one Achilles heel. Is I love getting blocks from my center, and tonight, none. Uh, did shoot 10 of 19 from the field, so we'll take that. Uh, Bender got the start in 14 minutes, didn't do anything, zero points and five rebounds. We don't trust him. Kelly Oubre Jr., I think he's the guy you want to own off the bench other than these main guys. I think he feels pretty safe. 16 points from him tonight, a steal, a block, three assists, four rebounds. Even though he's coming off the bench, getting great minutes, getting decent usage, I don't think that that's going to change. Neil, what do you think of the Suns? Um, like you said, Okobo, uh, will get replaced by Johnson soon enough. Um, Bridges too frustrating for me to own, uh, over the last, um, month he has been, um, 64th and eight cat. So yes, maybe you should own him. The last two weeks he has been 50th, but, um, we'll see how this kind of shakes out with the new roster <coughs> or should say change if they make any more changes besides this one. Um, Josh Jackson though, I, I was not big on him. This um this this run he's having is amazing. So I would I would say pick him up. I thought he was just a point points league guy, but um his percentages have been fine. Um, yeah, maybe I should be a bigger believer in Bridges. Um, it's just uh it's hard for me to stomach some of these games. Anyway, uh, by the numbers he's should be in your lineup. On the Utah side, uh, let's see tonight led by. Donovan Mitchell, 21 points, um, 8 of 21 shooting to struggle there. To have a three-pointer steal, Gobert, 16 and 12, two assists tonight. Good to see that. Five of eight from the field. Uh, Derek Favors, uh, rumors that he might get moved. We'll see if that happens. 14 points, three rebounds uh, tonight. He could um, find a place where he gets a lot more usage. Uh, Joe Ingles has a pretty good game here. 15 points, 11 assists, three rebounds on six to 10 shooting, two three pointers and a steal kind of rushing through this one. I apologize. Um, I'm still trying to like process everything in my head. Um, off the bench, Royce O'Neal, 27 minutes, 15 points, some other decent stats, Jay Crowder. I don't trust any of those guys though, unless they get, um, in for a game where someone's injured. Uh, Rubio, uh, 32 minutes, 13 points, nine rebounds, six assists, uh, rumors that he might get moved three steals. I don't know if the jazz make a move. Um, I don't think they're gonna make a move that's desperate. So I would not be surprised if they stand pat. Uh, what are your thoughts on Utah? You know, I actually think they are likely to make a move. Okay. We we hear rumblings that Mike Con they are very interested in Mike Conley. I'm hearing Mike Conley's not doesn't want to go there, so I think that's kind of killing that trade. But look, the Utah Jazz currently the seventh seed, um, fighting for the playoffs. I see them just making a small move, Neil, like something you know how like the Lakers added Reggie Bullock, like something small like that. Maybe not a big giant like guy where they go after an elite guy. Just something small to the roster that improves their team. I kind of see them making a, a small move like that. So let's see what happens tomorrow, man. Very interesting. 
All right. Uh, I think that's it. Is are there any more no, games? No, you skipped. You skipped one. You skipped. Which one did I miss? Oh, well, let's take a look. My my Chicago Bulls. Oh, New Orleans and the Bulls. Okay, I got to pull up this uh, box score. Hold up one second. Um, how did I miss that one? I did miss that one. Uh, Pelicans and Bulls. All right, let's jump in here. Uh, Pelicans one twenty five. Bulls one twenty. And uh, gonna start with Okafor only because uh, I'm still so excited that he is starting and playing big minutes tonight. You know, uh, somewhat of a letdown. I, Neil, I believe he's playing his hometown Bulls. I believe he's from Chicago, so I was expecting him to go crazy tonight. So a little surprised. Only 13 points with five rebounds, no defensive stats. Did shoot six of eight, which is nice. One of three from the field. Holiday, he's been outstanding this year. He had 18 points, 11 assists, 6 rebounds. He took 13 threes tonight and made 3 of them with 6 of 19 from the field, 3 of 4 from the line. Williams with 12 points, 2 blocks, 2 assists, and 7 rebounds. He had 2 threes, shot 4 of 9 from the field. Jackson's been getting the start at the point guard spot, but not doing too much. Only 7 points um, in 18 minutes, I was really interested to see how he would do, and he has really underwhelmed. And now um, I'm not even really watching him anymore. Really happy to see Randall return in this one. 31 points off the bench, three assists, and seven rebounds. Let's hope that he is back and he is ready to go for the stretch run uh, to finish out the season. He looks great. I don't think he's going to get moved. Uh, I think if anyone gets moved, it might be Nico. It might be Mirotic. I, I think he has a lot more interest from other teams. A lot of teams want to add a good outside shooter, and uh, Mirotic is a great outside shooter. Um, let me see. What did I miss here? Miller had 12 points, 4 assists, and a rebound. Four threes, shooting four of seven in 30 minutes. Off the bench, not too much to talk about. Czech Diallo did look pretty good in 23 minutes off the bench. Had 18 points, nine rebounds, one block. I don't think it's anything we need to make a move on with likely Anthony Davis returning after the uh, trade deadline. So uh, I don't think we can trust Czech Diallo. Neil, what do you think of the Pelicans? Yeah, I thought Okafor would have a bigger night. Uh, he is from Chicago. Um, uh, surprise. But you know what? I think I really think New Orleans is trying to lose. That's why they split mm. the minutes with Diallo. He's been doing that the last couple games. Um, and um, he didn't play a lot of the fourth quarter. I think it really was they were trying to lose the game. It didn't happen. They ended up winning by five. But um, that's my, um, uh, that's my you know, just, just uh, assumption on that. Um, Randall, like you said, I think he's going to stick around. And if Davis does get shut down, Randall becomes ridiculously good. Um, like tonight, like this could be every night for him. If uh, Davis gets shut down and Miritich gets moved and both those scenarios are not that unlikely. So let's see what happens. Um, still without, uh, Etuan Moore and Alfred Payton. Uh, but like you said, Fred Jackson has not been delivering. I was watching him, Darius Miller, uh, Kenrich Williams, um, I don't know if I'm long-term believers in anyone, but I think um, I think we have to see what happens with Davis. Still, like this is just such a it just affects everything. It's he's such like the he's like the sun, just blocks everything out. So can't can't count on anything for long-term until we know the Davis' situation, and then Miritich as well. Um, all right, on the Chicago side, uh, two big nights from their two uh, big guys: Markin in 30 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, five three-pointers. Um, Shooting an efficient 10 of 19. Levine, 28 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Pretty efficient 10 of 21, uh, 3 three-pointers, 2 blocks for him. Um, and that's really, oh, no, Kristen had a great night too. 18 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 8 of 13 for him. The Bulls has played really well. I don't think the Pelicans thought they'd win uh, or lose this or win this game, but the Bulls played well. Uh, two steals and a block. I'm not really trusting anyone else. Uh, we know Porter will be the fourth person there. That will be a high-usage guy. Lopez uh, is expected to get moved, but even if he doesn't, um, with Porter's gone, I don't really think that's going to make much of a difference for him. Um, there are some guys here on the bench like TLC and Archie Diacono. 
who I can't pronounce, uh, Cristiano Felicio, Shaquille Harrison. I don't trust any of these players unless they shut down the entire roster at some point when they tank. But uh, it's not going to happen at least this month. So um, we'll have to wait and see on that. Do you have any thoughts on the Bulls? I cannot wait to see how Otto Porter fits in with this team and how uh, the dynamic and the chemistry changes. I cannot wait to see uh, how that unfolds. So I definitely am looking forward to that. And that's pretty much it. Really, really also happy to see Dunn have a nice game here. He, you know, I had really high expectations for him. He showed a lot of promise last season and uh it's been somewhat disappointing a, a really underwhelming from for him so i love this game from him tonight i hope he can build on this and keep this up because i'm a fan of uh done all right neil any closing thoughts before we move on i think there are still two more games is that right there are still two more games in progress um so i think um i think we are done all right i'm gonna get out of here you guys uh, thank you so much for listening, supporting the show. Hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Adrian Benjamins. He's at Ball with Neil. As I said, uh, tune in to the Hoop Ball Trade Deadline live show. It's always great. It's always fun, man. Love. Uh, I love getting those re- live reactions, Neil. When something big goes down, it's 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 always great stuff, man. Uh, looking forward to seeing you on there, man. Uh, it should be really great. Any closing thoughts? Yeah, that, I'll just say the hours are 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So it'll be through YouTube. Uh, you can probably find the link on the website. I know Dan Vespers has been tweeting it out as well. Uh, I'll tweet it out as well, too. What um, time will you be on? I'll be on from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Oh, that means, you guys, Anthony Davis will get traded at 9 a.m. <laughs> on the dot. So tune in to Neil to check that out. All right, you guys, I'm out of here. Neil will be back for two more. Thank you guys so much. Hey, I can't wait to get back on here with with you tomorrow, Neil, so we can talk about the big fireworks that are going to go down tomorrow. I'm already overwhelmed. About it. <laughs> All right. I'll, All right, I'll guys, I'll see you later. Here. Okay, two more games to talk about tonight. We have Houston going up to Sacramento and getting a nice win here, 127-101. Sacramento obviously distracted with the trades going on, losing on Munchumper today, gaining Alex Alec Burks, excuse me, gaining uh, Harrison Barnes. Um, tonight is getting rolled over by Houston. Uh, start with their side, of course, James Harden. Does what he does. 36 points, 6 rebounds, and assists. 13 to 26 shooting. 8 three-pointers. 2 steals and a block. Heading the 3. Doing his best Clint Capella-like substitution performance. 13-11. 6 of 9 shooting. Steal 2 blocks. He has been on a sensational run. Capella expected to be back. Um, I don't have the exact date. I think it's probably going to be after the All-Star break. Um, would be my guess. I'm seeing it's um, I'm seeing that it's a 2:21, so post All Star break. Um, then Farid unfortunately turns into a pumpkin. Uh, Gordon saw a night here. Don't trust his uh, shooting on day to day basis tonight. Those seven of 14 from the field, two rebounds, 20 points, um, four three pointers. PJ Tucker, I thought he might bounce back after his poor shooting the other night did not just one of four tonight so just two points did have 10 rebounds and five steals so getting it done in other ways he is currently 86th on a per game basis in nine cat leagues eight category leagues he is 113 it's just his shooting under 40 percent for the year that is the killer 65 percent from the free throw line um let's see chris paul Playing 30 minutes tonight. He is slowly climbing back into form. 15 points, 11 assists. Just one of eight from three point land, though. Six of thir- excuse me, four of 13 total on the night shooting. Six of six from the line, two steals, and a block. Off the bench, Gerald Green will do this from time to time. 25 points on 17 shots, uh, four three pointers, two steals, and two blocks. Um, has streaks as long, along with uh, James Ennis. I don't trust any of their wings, unfortunately, mainly because of field goal percent. If you can, uh, in a points league, um, <clears throat> Tucker can be streamed for sure. Um, Gordon as well. But um, 
I don't uh, less trustworthy of Green and Ennis unless uh, there's some injuries and they get into that starting lineup. On the Sacramento side, um, emotional day for them, or maybe the Rockets are just that much better. Uh, Buddy Heal played well, twenty points, ten rebounds on eight of seventeen. Bagley off the bench, uh, double doubles yet again, ten points, ten rebounds, four of twelve, two blocks. Darren Fox. Um, Really struggled tonight. Three of eight shooting, 29 minutes, just six points, two rebounds, six assists. The off night for him, Kali Stein, just played 22 minutes. His first unit was really outplayed and did not uh, get their allotment of minutes tonight as normal. Bialitsov, uh played 25 minutes in a starting role. Bogdanovich starts uh, for Shumpert, um, 32 minutes. He had the one good line, 13 points, four rebounds, three assists, three-pointer, three steals, and a block. Not trusting Bialitz, um or Bogdanovich for that matter. Um, let's see what Harrison Barnes does with this um, new role here in Sacramento. Alec Burke's coming to town as well. I've been a big believer in Bogdanovich. In prior years, I thought I was going to take a leap this year. He is currently 105 um, in eight category leagues on a per game basis. So uh, it's so crowded there on the wing now. I don't think it'll get any better for him. Um, we'll see how they use them going forward. I think at this point, you can't trust anyone except for Fox or Heald to be a really high fantasy player. Bagley may come on, um, but the wings, so much, so much um, overlap of the wings. Hard to see if anyone breaks out provides anything above low-end value and see if any more trades are made tomorrow um last game uh not quite over yet but i'm going to just jump into it golden state as of now up by 38 on san antonio san antonio holding out aldridge and DeRozan for rest um and uh starting bertrand starting portal starting patty mills bellinelli a really just a lackluster lineup. Um, hard to take away anything from here. It looks like, um, um, you know, if, if this were to happen again, if they were to hold out, uh, can we take anything else away from this? I'm not sure, except that Patty Mills is someone who can lead an offense. Um, in 17 minutes, he put up 10 shots, scored 16 points, two rebounds, four assists, four three-pointers, and a steal. Um he is the only one that seemed to have thrived in getting the new role. And even to get that, he got less than normal minutes. So maybe he's someone to keep on a radar if they were to somehow throw him in the starting lineup again. I, I would not trust Bertrand, though. Or um, Bellinelli as a starter or Portal. Um, I thought Brent Forbes would get more run. Just 19 minutes tonight. Didn't put up much in fantasy value. Um, not much else to take away. We know Derek White is still injured and uh, could be out for a little while. Um, attack on the date here, I am seeing um, 2-9, but um, perhaps it'll uh, linger through the All-Star break. On to Golden State side. Well, what can we take away from this? Maybe a little bit on... Um, they're uh they're big four or actually big five excuse me uh all producing except for what i worried about with um draymond green uh the rebounds coming down tonight he just played 24 minutes so it's hard to really know just had five rebounds um durant seems to be holding value steph curry uh thompson all seem to be holding value so not worried about those guys. Uh, Cousins able to slide right in. Just played 17 minutes tonight and had a very efficient uh, 15 points, six rebounds, three assists. Took nine, excuse me, 13 free throws. Made nine of them. A steal and two blocks, all in just 17 minutes. Um, against obviously a very depleted San Antonio team. I would not expect Cousins to get um, much more than mid to high 20 minutes. Um, throughout the rest of the season, this is even lower than expected because of the blowout. So I guess the one thing I can take away from this is I think Draymond Green's value is um, reduced with uh, the presence of 
uh, DeMarcus Cousins. Um, at least, you know, it's a small sample. He's had he's had one his last his last few games five rebounds three rebounds eight rebounds eleven fifteen, so the last three have just been low. Um, and Cousins have been in, has been in there for more. His assists four and seven the last two games. It's a little bit less than, um, but the seven's fine. But the four's a little low. Maybe it's an anomaly. I guess just wait and see. It's just it doesn't seem like it's gonna get any better for him under Cousins. Maybe he can hold he can hold Pat. Uh, maybe just a slight dip. Um, the other guys, like I said, seem fine, so no worries about them. Cousins, I think, is currently 57th on a per-game basis uh, in eight-category leagues, uh, 46 over the last two weeks. Um, I think that's – it seems like that's his floor because he's not getting that many minutes yet, just getting 23 minutes a game. I can't imagine him getting fewer minutes than that um, unless it's a you know big blowout like tonight if it's a competitive game. So let's say his floor is more like 25, or let's say his average is more like 25 to 27 minutes. Maybe he jumps up into the 40s. Um, I would say that's kind of a safe sort of uh, prediction for me to go with. Uh, obviously, the upside is much higher if he were ever to play a lot more. But um, I think that's kind of where it's going to hold between 40 and 60. That's what I see going forward for him. And um, that's going to do it for our show. Thanks for listening. Uh, again, our presenting sponsor is Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. You can find their stuff at hawaiianisles.com. Also on amazon.com. You can hit me up on Twitter. I am at ball with Neil, B-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-N-E-I-L. And uh, again, I'll be on the um, trade deadline show tomorrow. It's it's one of our most watched shows of the uh, year, I believe. Uh, it's four hours commercial free led by Dan Bespris. Uh, he will be there. I believe the entire four hours I will be there for one brewski. I think will be there for two, at least if maybe the f- whole four hours, I'm not sure how busy he is. And then other hoop ballers will be joining in and out throughout the day. Uh, we'll see if there's any news between now and then otherwise I'm sure we'll be talking about the trades that have happened so far and then get into any new trades as they occur tomorrow. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.